Welcome to the Wealth is in the Details podcast. In this podcast, financial planner Peter Raskin helps families and business owners understand and prepare for their wealth journey. Along the way, thoughtful and detailed planning can provide clarity and confidence as clients confront a multitude of financial decisions. Listen in as Peter shares stories and insight into people's wealth journeys. Now, let's get into today's podcast. Hello and welcome to Wealth is in the Details with Peter Raskin of Raskin Planning Group. Peter, how are you this morning? I'm great. How are you, Eric? Doing fantastic. And uh, I saw the title for uh, the, the podcast today, and that's No Decision Is a Decision. And I, I think that conjures up a lot for me. Uh, I, I mean, there, there's a lot to unpack just in that title. Uh, wh- why did you title it this way today? Well, I, I received a call yesterday from um, uh, Amy, who happens to be Jane's sister. I'm uh, using different names to protect uh, yeah. protect our clients. But um, about six weeks ago, uh, Jane had decided to hire us to do comprehensive planning. Mm-hmm. Her accountant had referred her to me, and uh, she was a, a successful executive at a multinational company around the Boston area. She was in her mid-50s, divorced, no children, works really hard, travels a lot for work, and and her real love is is her dog. She's got this fantastic dog, and she's nice. uh, it's part of her family. Yeah. And so um, I was real excited to 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 work with um, with Jane, and uh, we were starting the the planning process. Uh, in the meantime, um, Amy calls me yesterday to to tell me that Jane had passed away a couple of days ago. Oh no. Yeah, and uh, she asked if we had started the the planning process because because uh, Jane had told Amy that this is what she was doing, and and really she was calling to see if we had any copies of estate planning documents. Mm. Uh, and uh, you know we we don't. Uh, we had just started this process, and I'm um, you know so so sorry we didn't get the opportunity to really build a relationship with with uh, Jane and and help her meet her goals over a long period of time. Yeah. Uh, but based on my our initial meeting, you know, she was just real excited about her future. She had, had a lot to look forward to. Uh, over the years, she'd made lots of good decisions. She was a successful business lady and uh, had done quite well. Um, great family, um, had a nice, great life. And uh, she had done done well. She had a lot of good things in place financially. Mm-hmm. But what she wanted to, was to really provide get get greater clarity about where she could go and what she could do she wanted to feel a a, 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 a an enhanced level of confidence that she was doing the right thing mm-hmm. so she she didn't want to you know she didn't want to focus on her financial details she wanted her financial planner and her, and her accountant to really attend to these details going forward so that was our job yeah and that is our job i think yeah uh, and, and so, um, really unfortunate. I'm, I'm so sad. I didn't get to know her that well, but uh, this was just a reminder, and, and it got me thinking about really the urgency of of good planning, good comprehensive planning. Mm-hmm. So today's discussion isn't about financial products or instruments or strategies. It's really just a conversation about the, about why one should start the planning process now and then keep it going. 
And the reason why I, I, I think of that title, um, you know, no decision is a decision, is that so often we're, we're confronted with decisions every single day of, of, the, of the year. Mm -hmm. And um, it, it really um, struck me that, that many of us don't get to planning because we just want to avoid a decision. Yeah. You know, we, we don't want to commit. And um, so this is really more of a, a conversation with you. Hopefully our listeners are, are going to find it helpful about committing to the planning process, not just once, but over your, your, your really your lifetime. Yeah. And Peter, I'm so sorry. I mean, I, I know how much, I mean, we've spoken about it before, how much you care for your clients. And even if you only met her once or twice, you, I know you had a vested interest in her success. And so that it, it is a tragic story. And it's just a, unfortunately, it's a stark reminder of how fragile life can be. Right. Yeah. I, I think, man, we all know that we all, we all speak those words. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, we, we, the, the, the urgent matters of life, uh, sometimes overtake the important matters of life, mm, Yeah, you know, on a regular basis. So, you know, I really want to focus on, on today, our conversation, uh, is, is really the, around the process of planning and how it's never really a finished product. It's not when people work with us, they get a written plan, mm -hmm. you know, and it's very detailed and it's long, but that's not what they're engaging us to do. It, it's really uh, to, and I've said it probably, um, uh, you know, 30 times is this, this, it's a process of, of discovery, a process of, of getting things done. Yeah. And exactly. You've told me, you know, tons of times that we have talking before podcasts, after podcasts and during podcasts that the plan is never, there's, it's never really complete. It's, it's an ongoing, it's like a living document, right? Yeah. It's, and that's why, you know, we, we, we describe our services as a uh, kind of as a coach uh, 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 for our clients who are on a ongoing journey. Mm -hmm. and, and I don't think it ends, you yeah. know, as a matter of fact, uh, the plan uh, that we talk to our clients about is probably going to move on to, to even that next generation. And when I talk about the plan, I'm talking about not just the assets, uh, but the memories, the love, the family values, those will all pass on to that next generation. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think of this as, as part of the family legacy. We may not be involved in that next generation, uh, but, but the plan that we do today is likely to be passed on in one shape or, or another. Yeah. You know, in Jane's case, uh, her legacy is really her mom and her siblings. Uh, Jane didn't have children. She didn't have, uh, she wasn't married. Uh, she didn't have a will or any trust that, that really talked about the priorities she had. And um, it just, it wasn't, it wasn't there. She didn't have, hadn't, hadn't done it yet. Mm -hmm. So that we had a conversation about it, how it was going to be a real priority for her to take care of that. Yeah. Yeah. And when, when you die without a will, that means the state uh, you reside in determines who your heirs are. Mm. So if you've got uh, special bequests, that's, that's not going to happen. If you've got uh, philanthropy, uh, that's not going to happen. Uh, so they're d dying in test state, which means dying without a will um, or any instructions to, to your heirs is um, you may not get exactly what you, what you want. Yeah. 
Well, it sounds like Jane had some good foundational pieces. I mean, a, a good job, working hard. Um, she had some of those basic things set up, but a lot was left undone. Yeah, I think that's true. Uh, and, and, and I think that's true for, for most of us on an ongoing basis, mm -hmm. unfortunately. We, there are stones left unturned. You know, and, and my point is not that Jane should have taken care of everything before she passed, because that's, that's, that's a judgment I can't make. Uh, that's just not fair to her and, and, yeah. and to anyone. So uh, it, it's just it, it, she did the best she could and, and did as much as she as she could at that time. My message is that this work of planning is never really done. Yeah. That the the advantage uh, of thinking of it as a process and not a transaction is that you hopefully move closer to what your objectives are. It's just moving. It's moving forward. Yeah. And that's, I think, what. I hope to um, help our listeners understand that the little decisions that you make are helpful because they, they make, they, they move you forward toward planning for your future. Yeah. And that's such an important message. And you've, we've talked before about, like you said, you walk alongside your clients, you're there every step of the way. And so doing the planning is the very first step. That is the most important part just to get it on paper and not quote unquote done, but completing that initial plan. And then I know that you work with your clients throughout the year as well. So talk to us a little bit about the importance of annual reviews or quarterly reviews or however you uh, set that up with your clients. Yeah. So once we've, we've done a, an initial plan, um, it, it, we then prioritize what's most important to the client. We'll have some input there. We'll, we'll suggest and recommend that they take care of these issues first. Mm -hmm. um, but, but the client ultimately makes the decision about what, what order they, they want and what's most important to them. So I think that's really important. Um, I think it's also just for, for many of our, our, our clients that we work with, uh, sometimes it's like drinking from a, 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 a hose. You yeah. know, it just, it, it, it's just too much. It's so much information. There's so many things to do and they've got very busy lives and family. And, and it, again, it's back to that, you know, what's, but what's fair, it's not fair to expect someone to drop everything they're doing today mm -hmm. and take care of certain things that, that we think they should. But, you know, you, you, again, you, you're moving forward, you're making improvements, enhancements. So we prioritize um, what they need to complete, what they want to complete and the time horizon that they want to complete it in. So, you know, for, we, this is, happens usually over six to, to 10 months, realistically. Mm -hmm. And, you know, then we're, we're at, okay, well, well, what's left to complete? And when do we do this? Do we do that in six months, eight months, 12 months? Do we do it? You know, what's your timing? And we, as a firm, uh, once we've completed that kind of first year engagement, we then get into uh, our, our annual review mode. And in an annual review, uh, we're we're basically checking boxes. Are, have we have we taken care of all these things? Uh, are your beneficiary designations uh, as accurate as you want them to be? Is it is it is it is it what you want? And are all your accounts? Um, have you looked at all your accounts? Have you confirmed that that's how your beneficiary designation should be? Mm -hmm. Uh, we're working with a client now. We're in that second year review. We've we we, we she's. She's um, made changes to her beneficiary designations over the last 12 months 
and not every account has been updated exactly the same way. Ah, so gotcha. she, she, over time, her thinking has changed and she's not gone back to the first account that she changed to reflect what she's currently thinking. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So it's, just, you know, simple things like that. Um, uh, I'm kind of just going down a list here, but tax law changes, those, those, those come about. Um, and yeah, how do they affect you? So there was recent legislation that was passed, um, uh, and that's. We'll, I'll talk about that in a in a in a uh, in a recent podcast. I have talked about it in a recent podcast called the Secure Act. Mm -hmm. Well, that affects many of our clients, and so we part of the advantage of doing annual reviews and updates is to reflect on those changes to tax laws, how they how they affect you. Is there anything that you need to do? So again, back to that this process, it just doesn't change because laws change. Yeah. Yep. Uh, an, another example, uh, we have a uh, work, we've worked with a client for many years. And uh, frankly, over the last couple of years, we've, they, they progressed, procrastinated in updating their, their planning. Mm. Um, and that happens, you know, life gets in the way <laughs> and they've, we've reached out and they've said, uh, this is not the right time. We can't do it. Uh, for a variety of, of good reasons. And so we just never got to update their plan. Um, recently, they called me about uh, some a, a large increase in premium on, on one of their life insurance policies. And uh, that was news to me because um, we hadn't updated their plan for a few years. Mm -hmm. So we looked at that and, and what it turned out was that uh, over the last six months, uh, their policy matured. Uh, they had a level premium plan for 20 years, and uh, the uh, in year 21, uh, the the rates increased, mm -hmm. and that's what happened. And they didn't notice the increase uh, in their checking account. Um, they weren't checking their they weren't looking at their checking account on a regular basis and and confirming their expenses. And so, after when they did that, they realized they had spent probably almost ten thousand dollars extra. Wow. Yeah. And, um, you know, part of the planning process would have been, let's look at the insurance. Let's look at these maturity dates. You know, when are premiums going to increase? Is that what you want mm -hmm. and deal with that? Hmm. So again, just the advantages of doing annual reviews. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, other things that come up, health concerns, you know, what's going on with kids, with parents, how will this affect your planning? Uh, one thing I've noticed over the years that, that we're able to at least have conversations with is, um, especially for our, our clients that are aging and the children that that have aging parents, mm -hmm. you know, cognitive issues are becoming more and more of an issue as, as our society ages. Yes. So, you know, we might notice um, some cognitive, cognitive issues between a spouse, uh, a, a husband and wife. Mm. Um, and we'll have that conversation with the children. How are they doing? Uh, is there any, you know, have you, are these issues that you've seen and then address those, try to address those. So there's a, you know, a long list of things that we're looking at each year, whether it be Medicare, where it be changes to employee benefits, uh, at their, at their employer. Um, and all these things are really important to at least address in an annual review and then decisions again are so important it's important just to move forward and and make some decisions about about 
your your path going forward. Yeah, and a lot of those things on that list, Peter. I mean that it gets into personal issues, right? Cognitive issues. That's a very personal subject, and I could see people putting off making a decision or even having the conversation because they just don't want to face those types of things, right? Or, you know, you talked about beneficiary designations. Maybe, you know, somebody doesn't want to talk about the fact that their their children and them are in the middle of this fight or one specific child is just being outrageously off the rails and they don't want to discuss that to change the beneficiary for their own safety or whatever. Can you kind of talk about how important it is for all of us to have a third party take a look at this and be able to ask these questions and be able to get into this information to help us kind of remove the emotion from it. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, I, th- I think that's really such an important um, important advantage of working with an independent person who's not who, who, who's not vested um, mm-hmm. in the family dynamics. You know, every family, everyone has an agenda. I don't mean that to be a, a negative from a negative perspective, but you know, family members come at it from 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 their own agenda. Mm-hmm. I think having a third party that's objective, that's that's judgment free, uh, can really look at it from a from a different perspective and 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 allows the 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 couple when we're working with with a, with a couple allows the couple to. Um, deal with the important issues and not deal with the kind of those, those issues that are fraught with emotion. Mm-hmm. Um, I, just as an example, I, 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 I've recently spoken with a prospective client. They're, they're both really successful. They, but each has a different relationship with money and they, they admitted it. Uh, they, 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 they both want to retire in less than 10 years. But frankly, when, after, hearing what they're all about and what they want, it, it, this may be a difficult reach for them. Mm. And as a couple, they really are spending more than they earn. And they've been funding this lifestyle through inheritance and, and the sale of a business, but they are spending down assets. They're not growing assets. Uh, and having a, a person, a, a planner who's independent of this relationship um, is more able, I think, to get down to the to the to the true goals and objectives to help them really focus on on that, um, and help help them as a couple move through this conversation, you know, and prioritize what they really want. If they really want to retire in less than ten years, uh, there are going to be have to be some changes made. Mm-hmm. And if they decide that they really can't make those changes right now, well, that has a consequence. And when Someone who's independent of the couple can can talk to them about that. Um, it, it it allows them to enter that space a little bit more easily, I think, and and reach conclusions that that are helpful. Yeah, I think that if if we're all honest with ourselves, truly honest with ourselves, we've all needed a bit of a, a push or kick in the butt, right? I mean, it's it's one of those things that. If we did everything on our own and we were able to accomplish everything, that would be fantastic. But I know personally in my life and and the people that I've worked with as a coach and a consultant, everybody just needs a push every once in a while. I, I think that the planning process is kind of that push. It really kind of focuses on helping the client make that decision and actually move forward toward a goal. Yeah, I think you're right. And 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 and, and no decision is a decision, right? Yeah. As I said yeah. before. <laughs> yeah. Know? If if you don't want to deal with with that budgeting issue right now, well, that's a decision, and that's got a consequence. And if you're 
if you're okay with that consequence for right now, so be it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, are you going to be okay with that consequence in a week or a month or six months or a year? Or or five years or exactly. 10 years. You know, yeah. that, that's yeah. that's kind of what we're, we're, when we're modeling our plans, we're thinking five to 10 years, you know? So if you don't, um, if, if, if you are retaining that second home uh, and, 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 it's clear in our in the financial plan that we've done that that that's a, that's probably a property that you'll have to sell at some point in the future. Understand, you don't need to make a decision right now, but it's something that you will have to decide upon in the mm-hmm. next five to ten years. Yeah, absolutely. And then what happens in that in those five years if you've got a second home? How much does that take down the possible income you have, or you know your your savings or whatever? You're yeah. absolutely right. That that's a huge huge thing. So you know, to me, we, I really want to help them focus on on that decision making. Yeah, uh, implementing the plan, and, and and hopefully they'll make the best decision they can at that time, at that point in time. It may not be perfect, uh, but but if it's if it's beneficial to to some degree, then that's good. If that increases their chances of success, that's good. Mm-hmm. So you know, to us, it's it's really moving forward that's the most important. You know, we, that's why we're with our clients for a long time because yeah. we, it can't all get done in year one. There's likely to be changes in throughout the years and we, and we want to help them move forward. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, one, one way I do that is I, I start off with sometimes the easy decisions, you know, let's, let's get these things off the list. Let, let's come back to that harder decision. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, let's, let's choose a trustee. Or a guardian or a healthcare proxy, uh, it may not be the perfect one. You know, let's start saving for retirement. Increase and then increase your contributions each year. It, it may not be enough right now, but if we just begin, we're going to get closer. Yeah, baby steps, right? Yeah, baby steps. You know, purchase lots and lots of term life insurance when you when you're young. You know, you never know when you're not going to be insurable. Mm-hmm. You don't need to make a. Uh, the perfect decision about whether it's a, uh, a cash value life insurance policy. Uh, you can throw a lot of uh, term life insurance at, at that problem. And, um, and then you've, you, you've solved a lot of problems. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, paying off debt instead of keeping it m- money in a money market account. Um, that's a decision yeah. and probably going to be helpful. The point is to do something, to make enhancements, to to make your plan better, to to make some decisions, and you're going to feel better. Absolutely. Checking things off the list just makes you feel better. Well, it's funny you say that, Peter, because as a coach, one of the things that I did with a lot of my clients, and this has been researched to death and scientifically proven, that the sense of accomplishment releases endorphins into your system, Hmm. right? So I would have my clients make a checklist, and I would be very specific get a Sharpie marker or get one of those markers that, you know, the, 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 all the kids use, you know, when they're, when they're real young that have all the flavors, like my favorite was grape, the great, great flavored marker. Not that they tasted like grape. They smelled like grape, Peter. I don't want anybody out there thinking that I'm eating markers. Uh, but <laughs> what we would do is I would say, you, you make your list. They would have a list of things that they wanted to get accomplished. And as they would do that, they would, they would completely cross it off the list. One line, through there. And the Sharpie or a marker on a piece of paper makes a very distinct sound. And there's a smell associated with it, whether it's the Sharpie smell or whether it's that grape flavored marker or whatever flavor you choose. That was something that would actually reinforce them 
and help them to, to draw on that. When, when they were crossing those things off the list, it makes you feel good. And that sense of smell and the sound that's associated with, with getting things done, all of that worked in harmony to release those endorphins to make them feel good about getting those things accomplished. So I'm 100% on board with you. Get those small, easy decisions. Check those things off first so you see that list being accomplished. Work your way up to some of those bigger ones. Yeah, and then then you'll come back to it. Yes. You know, you, 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 if it's not, not the perfect um, uh, decision at that point, that's okay. You know, we'll, we'll come back to that yeah. in year two, three, four, wh- wh- wherever it is. Fantastic. Yeah, so I, I think this is, um, you know, such an important message. And I, I'm so, I'm, I, I feel so terrible for, for um, Jane's family. Uh, but, but there's been, you know, so many examples as I've been doing this for uh, 35 years, uh, I, I've seen so, uh, you know, so many families deal with issues that were just unexpected, unexplained. Yeah. Uh, it, it just, you know, life, life throws us for major, major loops and, and, and that happens. And if we, from a planning perspective, are getting better each and every year, moving forward, making decisions, uh, our, our family, our, our our relationships, our heirs, the charities that we want to leave uh, leave gifts to, uh, the, the, we'll, we, it'll we'll all be in a better place. Yeah, yeah. And so that's what the message I wanted to get uh, to, to to really discuss today. And and uh, thank you for for being part of that conversation because I think it's an important one. No, and I appreciate you allowing me to be a part of the conversation because I I agree hundred percent. Incredibly important message. When it happens to someone we love, it's it's a huge wake-up call to us. But my hope is for the listeners that they don't wait until it's, you know, someone they love that this happened to that, wow, I really need to do something about it. Let this message be the wake-up call and say, you know what, I, I need to reach out and uh, and do that. So I encourage everyone to talk to their professional. Uh, Peter, obviously, I encourage them to talk to you to either get a second opinion or a first if they're not working with a professional right now. And that being said, Peter, how should they contact you if they do want to start this conversation? People can call me at 617-728-7433, or they can uh, contact us at uh, Peter Rask, peter.raskin at lfg.com. I always recommend that people visit our website at, at raskinplanning.com as well. Fantastic. Peter, again, thanks for the message today. Very important. And uh, I thank you for your insight and your time. Thank you, Eric. You bet. And for all listening, thank you for listening to the Wealth is in the Details podcast with Peter Raskin. If you have not subscribed to the podcast yet, please click the subscribe now button below. This way, when Peter comes out with a new podcast, it'll show up directly on your listening device. This makes it much easier to share these podcasts with your friends and family. And if this is a tough conversation to start uh, because of some of the things that you, you know, maybe are experiencing in your life right now, Share this with someone that you love so that you guys can start that conversation uh, so they can hear how important it is to begin and take that first step. Again, for everyone at Raskin Planning Group, this is Eric Johnson reminding you to live your best day every day. And we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Wealth is in the Details podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Lincoln Financial Advisors Corporation. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. 
The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning. Peter Raskin is a registered representative of Lincoln Financial Advisors. Securities offered through Lincoln Financial Advisors Corporation, a broker, dealer, member SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Sagemark Consulting, a division of Lincoln Financial Advisors, a registered investment advisor. Insurance offered through Lincoln Affiliates and other fine companies. Raskin Planning Group is not an affiliate of Lincoln Financial Advisors. Lincoln Financial Advisors Corporation and its representatives do not provide legal or tax advice. You may want to consult a legal or tax advisor regarding any legal or tax information as it relates to your personal circumstances.